This mini-sode is powered by Axbats. So you have to do a great job of teaching these guys to gel and to gel quickly because they come from all different schools and backgrounds and et cetera. So how do you guys do that? Yeah, I mean, they're coming from, you do, you start with that incoming freshman. I mean, everybody's coming with a chip on their shoulder. They played shortstop or they're an all-star or whatever it is. So, I mean, you know who can play and who can't play right by how they walk on the field. So, you know, now, now you have to be able to teach them how do they come together. Well, some of these kids have probably played on travel ball teams or against each other or whatever it is. So that's, that's another good conversation is because, you know, this is something that we, we, we want to teach our seniors, freshmen all the way up, but seniors really to be able to coach our freshmen. Mm-hmm. You know, if I said, hey, uh, to Jake Reed or Preston Miller or some of our seniors, hey, go coach the freshman team. I bet you they do a really good job of it. And um, not that I could do that because I'd probably get fired for doing that. But hypothetically, they probably could. And they could probably handle a game and be able to, to, to coach our kids correctly because they know the system and they know – you know, what it takes and, you know, what type of grind it is and, and how to talk to the players. And, you know, I, I think they would take probably a different route on, you know, becoming a coach and, and using coach speak and things like that. I, I remember one of our best memories this year was I let our, our let our players coach a game, a, a inter squad game, and they just had a blast doing it. And <laughs> I think, awesome. I think that's, I think that's how you kind of create, you know, uh, the internal, um, you know, love and, and you create days. We have days in the off season. We call it Thursday fun where we have soapbox car racing. So every, we, we get groups of five or six that are in charge of making a soap, uh, soapbox car. Be as creative as you want. And we have races down the street behind my field, or we have a LARPing day, which is live action role playing, or we have miniature golf on our, on our fields. You know, we do, uh, uh, what else have we done? Gosh, we've done a giant slip and slide. Um, we've done a ping pong tournament. We do a lot of those things to where they're all playing together. And it's not like today I talked to the players about, you know, I want you to go and tell every administrator or a parent you see on campus, how to ask them how their day was, you know, or tell them, thank you. You know, we, I think we have to teach the youth of our, of, of our program, you know, how to be able to respond to, you know, an, an adult or have a conversation with them because we're so used to conversating with them through the phone and through social media or texting mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, 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 it's a press a button generation and someone does it for you. Right. So, you know, I think that's something that we all need to work on and get better at. And, and, and it, it sounds glamorous. Like we do all these wonderful things, but it's, it's hard. It's not easy, you know, because you've got so many different dynamics that you're pulling from and you have to bring these uh, bridge that gap really. That's great. And leads me to my next question. And that's what are your rules and standards and how do you go about teaching them and making them important to your kids? Well, I, it's funny because right now we're working on a pamphlet for next year, not a pamphlet, but let's say a book of guidelines, mm. you know, so that, so that our parents understand it, our players understand it, our admin supports it. And it could be anything about cuts, which we're kind of probably going to be going to next year, which we haven't done. Parent responsibilities, player responsibilities, you know, the, the academic stuff, fundraising, whatever it is. It's just kind of a, a baseball one on one into what Jay Sarah is. And so, I mean, it, I simplify it. I mean, I, I, this is going to sound really simple, mm-hmm. but but I, I don't want to make this a, a forty-five minute talk on on just this part. Is it's be on time and do things right. And you know, I know that's kind of vague, but you know, for the most part, we're we're going to teach you how to, how to how to play the game the right way. You know, but we got to act the right way. We got to be you know respectful to to everybody. You know, that's our peers, that's our teammates. You know, I was at a freshman game today and I, I just, I couldn't believe what was coming out of their mouths. And I just, I, I don't allow that stuff. I'm just not, I'm not, not on that. 
And, you know, I want my kids staying with their own guys and supporting their own teammates. That goes to my parents as well and my coaches and, and, you know, staying classy and, and, and being forthright and, you know, let, let's try to do things right. And, you know, it's hard because you've got, like I said, so many distractions and so many outside resources of pe- players or people telling you how good you are or whatever it is. And, you know, so when you're, when you go through, you know, trials and tribulations, that may not be the easiest thing to do, you know, but, and I have to learn it as well because I'm guilty of it too at times where, you know, Jay Sarah or Coach K, I may not be viewed upon in the greatest light, you know, but, I've got to try and it could be because of, you know, a multitude of different things. And, you know, I've got to be as the head of the program, I've got to be the guy that they look at. And if I'm acting a fool, then, then they can act a fool. And I've mm-hmm. acted a fool before. And I'll be the first one to tell you I'm guilty of it because I'm, I'm a competitive prick and, you know, I want to win as much as anybody else in this world. And, you know, sometimes you just got to be like, Hey man, you guys outplayed us. Great job. You know, you got to be able to say those things and you got to be able to tip your cap where the cap needs to be tipped. And, you know, I, I think that's really, really important in this day and age is to show gratitude and to show, you know, that that's, that's really, really, um, you know, important. And one of my goals every year is to make sure I point out a kid on the other team and, you know, tell him how much I've enjoyed watching him for two years or three years or four years. And, and I, I don't mean that to publicize it or to market it or whatever, but, you know, especially when I play my old school, modern day, I mean, I really tell them to pass a torch to the next guy and, and to really be, uh, you know, uh, to pass that, to, to be a leader, to lead those kids. Because, you know, I like seeing my old program be successful and I like seeing teams from our leagues and, and kids from our leagues being successful. So I think that's important. You know, I really do. And, and it's, uh, it's, you know, a lot of people probably don't know that. I'm probably, you know, people think I'm gloating about it, but it's just, I, I really believe in that. And, you know, it's hard because it's a, it's, it's a negative world right now. We're, we're working on so hard on bringing the positive out of that. XBAT has a special offer for our listeners. The XBAT Speed Trainers, powered by Driveline Baseball, are a revolutionary bat speed training system that utilizes a mix of overload and underload weighted training bats to promote bat speed, power, and precision hitting. This month, Axe released their newest training bat, the Axe Long Trainer. The Long Trainer is a 37-inch, 37-ounce training bat that helps high school, college, and pro hitters improve their bat path and increase bat speed. It comes with data-driven training programs from Driveline Baseball for in-season and off-season development. Go to axbat.com and use our code AOTC at checkout to save 10% on your purchase of Axbat training products, including all of the Axbat speed trainers and wood bats. Axbat. Your fastest swing starts now. No, I'm right there with you. And, you know, one of my first years whenever I was a younger coach, still a young coach and learning in the process, but whenever I was younger is that coaches I was working for, Coach Newkirk at Tulsa Union, who, by the way, has the exact same rules that you do. And I thought he was crazy. I was like, those are so broad. How do you how do you do? And he was like, just be on time and do things right. And we'll figure out all the rest in the process. So I love that. And and that really hit home with me. But he told me that the kids are going to model your behavior. So however you act, if you act crazy, if you're yelling at umpires, if you're doing, you're letting the kids be fine with that as well. And so that always stuck with me. And, and I love to hear you say that. And, and just something that, that I've trying to been trying to live recently is just model the behavior I want my kids to act like. No, no. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, but it's hard though, because I'm so competitive so hard. and, and it's, it's, 
every head coach, they'd be lying if they didn't say this. They all have an image of how they want their program perceived. And that's internally and that's externally. And that's, you know, it's from everybody. I mean, so when people think of Jay Sarah, what do they think? You know, well, okay, ultimately they're going to think of Coach K or Coach Summers or Coach Orloff or Coach Rube. And then they're going to think of the parents or the players. Well, my goal is to make sure that's a positive image. And whether we win or lose and, you know, it's staying classy in the stands and it's not yelling at players or kids. I mean, I'm going to yell at players because it's just the reality. It's just going to happen at times, you know, but I think being a father has changed, you know, how you go about doing that. And there's still a lot of fire in there, but there's now there's a lot of, okay, let my coach do that. You know, I don't need to do that. You know, let my coach, because when our season turned for the better this year, my coaches took over and that my players needed less of me. And I really commend my coaching staff for that and for, for picking up on that and my players picking up on that because they didn't need me anymore. I mean, I don't mean that negative. It was just, I, I wasn't right to, to be in their face all the time. And I had to realize that. And that took a lot of me to be like, and it wasn't like I give up. It was more like, you know, they need something else. And, you know, at some point in time, you know, we all need that. Right. And it's the hard part of, of being a coach. That's the evolving part because every team you're going to have is different. Every player you're going to have is different. I love that. And that's great advice. So let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit and talk about the spring. Now, you mentioned earlier that getting a ton of reps was something that was important to you. But what are some other things that we could that you could share with us that will help maximize our time when time is at a premium? Well, we, we have a turf field, so we're fortunate to have that. So there's not a lot of putting together the field or Man, doing the mound nice. or home plate. So, you know, we're fortunate to have that. And so that's cut our practice down. I used to be the old Cal State Fullerton way of having 12-hour practices and, you know, making sure more is better. Well, now it's less is better. I mean, these kids are going to get reps whether you like it or not. It doesn't matter where it is, but you've got to make sure it's the quality, not the quantity. And you know, that these kids aren't getting paralysis by analysis by giving them too much information. And, you know, we don't want to be the Twitter world of baseball, but we want to give them the right information and, and, and teach them to, to hopefully how they apply that and understand what it is. So like today we worked on, you know, we had an hour, probably a two hour practice. We lifted for 40 minutes and then for an hour and 20 minutes we did, you know, inside defense, you know, our, our pitchers and mids did uh, looks and picks. You know, we had our JVs in the cages and then we just rotated them because our freshmen were playing on the main field. And I felt like not only we had fun, but I thought we got quality reps in. We got our swings in. We're ready to play tomorrow. We're, we're staying fresh, you know, because we play three games a week. We play a Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. So Monday and Thursday have to be really light days where we're maybe giving them information. It's the right information and just cleaning up some details that we may need to clean up on while we're getting the quality reps. I like that a lot. And that's perfect. And so talk to us about, you know, some of the traditions and rituals that may be unique to you guys. Well, I, I don't think we're a tradition rich quite yet because we're only about 15 years old, mm -hmm. but I've been there 12 years. I mean, I, I think it starts with the former players, you know, the players that really created the program and the coaches that created the program and those players that started it, you know, and, and then the legacy that was left behind by, you know, those players. And, you know, you could talk about, you know, the players from 2007 and 2008 and 9 and, you know, you could say Austin Hedges with the Padres and Brett Dolphin. And, you know, we've sent, I think, 67 kids in my 12 years or, uh, to, to the college baseball. And, you know, and, and but it's the kids that, you know, uh, Hayden Cornwell went to MIT and Jackson Tears went to, you know, the super academic kids. And, 
you know, the really good stories and, and, you know, and then you have the Royce Lewis's and the Davis Wenzel's and Chase Strumps and Jake Freeze and, you know, Quentin Longrees, all these kids that are at high pro and Sam Cohen who hit the, the, uh, the, the grand slam for Santa Barbara two years back that sent them to the college world series. You know, those kids left a legacy and, you know, there's a responsibility of these kids now coming into the program to not only create their own name, but to create their own legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, that's one of the big conversations I had. I actually, I actually had it with them last night and, you know, because we lost a tough one and it's, it's really, that's what they do and we want them to do. And I think they want to do that, you know, but it's, it's creating their own name and it's creating that, that own legacy, which I think is an important piece of, of what I think J Sarah baseball is. And, you know, to, to, um, you don't have to live in fear that way. I want you to come out of that shell and I want you to be, be your own man and be able to grow up that way. You know, make, make your own name as Michael Cariali or Preston Miller or Blake Klassen or Jake Reed so that people remember you. And when little kids come to the game, they, they want to be like you. And I think that's important. You know, I think it's fun. I mean, it's, if you don't want, if you don't want that responsibility, then you're not in the right program. Man, that is really good. Leave your own legacy. I love it. 